Hey everyone, this is my Dune review. I've been waiting for this movie. This has been my most anticipated movie of the year for a really long time. There's so much to talk about with this movie, so much to go through. This is probably the most scary movie for me to review so far because I feel like it's just such an experience. There's so much going on. There's so much to talk about, but I'm going to do my best. This review is kind of the opposite of my No Time to Die review because I have read the first few Dune books, so I have some context going into this movie. With No Time to Die, that was actually my very first James Bond movie, so I went in completely blank. For this movie, I'm already a fan of the first two Dune books. I'm already a fan of the Dune story. I already know the Dune universe. So that does kind of give the movie an advantage with me. It means that I'm already predisposed to liking the movie a little bit more, and it kind of clouds my ability, lessens my ability to be able to judge how well the movie tells its story, how easy it is to understand for someone who hasn't read the books. So I wanted to acknowledge that up front. I'm not going to be able to tell you how clear and understandable it is for someone who hasn't read the books because I have read the books. And this movie had a lot of work cut out for it. It had to introduce and explain this entire new universe, which is extremely complex to an audience and get them invested in the characters and the story with not much time. This isn't like a show where there's lots of time to breathe and to do all this stuff. This is a two and I think it's two hours and 45 minutes. It's a movie and uh, it's limited time and it, it had so much to do. Another thing you should know, I'm a huge Denis Villeneuve fan and a huge sci-fi fan. Both Arrival and Blade Runner 2049, which are the last two movies he directed, are, I would say they're absolute masterpieces. I think they're both amazing. And Denis, my favorite director working right now, uh, I love him. I love all his movies. I think he's just fantastic. So this movie was kind of made for me. It was my most anticipated movie of the year, and I had very high expectations. Um, so with that said, now that I kind of gave you some context, let's get into the actual review. I thought this movie was amazing. It completely blew me away on every single level. It was kind of an overwhelming sensory experience was how I saw somebody describe it. And that's literally the perfect way to phrase it. It was an overwhelming sensory experience, unlike anything I've ever seen before. It's pretty scary for me to review because I don't even know where to begin. I don't think I would call this movie a masterpiece, like some people are saying, but I think it's close. I think if you were to make the argument, if you think it's a masterpiece, I'm not going to disagree with you very strongly. I'm not going to argue with you because it, it really is a fantastic movie. With all that this first movie accomplishes, I think it also totally sets the stage for the sequel to be even better. Um, I really love this movie. I think this is probably the best movie of the year so far, or at least in the top five. And I thought it was just amazing. So uh, let's start like we did with my No Time to Die review with the technical side of things, with the visuals, with all that kind of stuff. Um, so starting with the technical side, Denis Villeneuve is a masterful director on every single level. Every single thing about this movie felt real. And I'm not just saying like the visual effects looked real. Denis is the king of verisimilitude. And that's something that Robert Meyer Burnett, who is another YouTuber, said. And I think he's totally right. Verisimilitude is a concept that's kind of hard to describe, but it's a concept where when you watch a movie, you can just kind of feel, you can tell if the movie has verisimilitude or not. The best way I can describe it, the best way I can put it into words is it's like the movie's own reality. Does the movie follow its own rules? and establish a reality that feels real and feels grounded, even though it's clearly not. It's like, does the movie follow its own internal logic? 
the more verisimilitude the movie has, the more real it feels and the more you can really become immersed in the story. And um, a common misconception is that verisimilitude is how realistic the movie is, but that's not how it is. Verisimilitude is how realistic the movie is to its own reality. It's kind of a tough concept to wrap your head around, but it's one of those things where once you get it, you can just kind of tell if a movie has verisimilitude or not. Um, For example, the Fast and Furious movies have no verisimilitude at all. They just do whatever they want and everybody always survives, all these crazy stunts, all that. Um, Even something like Shang-Chi or Black Widow, which I absolutely love both those movies, stretch verisimilitude to the limit in Shang-Chi when Katie shoots this incredible shot with the bow and arrow on only one day of training. And with Black Widow, when Black Widow's falling down and hitting all these things and she survives all these crazy stunts that no human should have ever survived. So even movies I really love, even other big blockbusters, even Marvel movies, which are really good for the most part, um, don't have the same sense of verisimilitude that this movie does. And Denis Villeneuve is by far the best director at verisimilitude I've ever seen. His movies have a level of reality to them that's incredible. Every single technical component comes together perfectly to create this whole new world, which feels really tangible and real. No big blockbuster movies feel this real. There's always some level of superficiality to them because of the visual effects or because of the obvious green screen. But in this movie, it really does feel like Denis Villeneuve flew to Arrakis and filmed this movie on alien planets. It's it's mind-blowing. This was an overwhelming sensory experience. The entire thing felt like art to me. Every component just came together perfectly. Seeing this in the theater was overwhelming. I couldn't comprehend the sheer beauty and craft that was both on the screen, but also coming out of the speakers. So now that we've talked about that, getting more into the details, starting with the cinematography, this movie was stunning. Um, If you've seen other Denis Villeneuve movies, you know he's a master at really, really beautiful cinematography. Um, This is no different. It was stunning. Every single shot, you could just feel behind the camera. It had purpose. There was a reason. They really thought it through. There's a reason why they chose this angle, why they chose this shot. Um, it was stunning, the framing, the camera movements. There's so many shots you just want to pause, and they're just so beautiful. Um, every shot felt purposefully chosen and thought out to a level that you just don't see in most movies. It was just stunning. It was so good. Um, for the cinematography alone, I think you have to watch this movie. I think this is definitely an Oscar-worthy uh, movie in terms of cinematography. Next up, the visual effects. Um, they were mind-blowing. They did not feel like visual effects. Like when you watch Shang-Chi, you watch that movie and you say that had great visual effects. When you watch um, even like the Suicide Squad, you watch that movie, you say that had amazing visual effects. But you watch this movie, it does not feel like visual effects at all. It all feels real. And uh, Denis Villeneuve is a master at creating worlds that feel completely real. And I didn't think I did not find one shot that looked even moderately bad. I did not find one shot that looked like green screen. This movie was a feast for the eyes. One of the most stunning movies I've ever seen. And the amount of craftsmanship that went into it is just honestly mind-blowing. It was stunning. Uh, Now that we've talked about that, going on to the design of this movie, um, the costume design was spot on from the elaborate clothes of the Bene Gesserit to the practical still suits. It was just all really cool to see. It was really detailed. There was all these details in it. You could tell they put a lot of work into it. Again, the production design as well was amazing. You could not tell what was real sets and what was green screen. Um, These sets inside the buildings and inside the palaces They looked alien, but they were also really unique, and they looked unlike Star Wars, unlike any other franchise, any other sci-fi movie you've ever seen. 
and um, all the designs of the buildings, the doors, the lighting was beautiful. It was all so unique and cool to see. The ship design, the vehicle design was so distinctly unique, so different, so many cool details. Um, so much of this movie was done practically, and it looks so good. I think every aspect of the design of this movie was just stunning. I think they probably put years and years and years of work on this, and it's just, it really pays off. It looks amazing. The next thing that stood out was the sound mix. It was completely engrossing. The best sound mix I've ever heard in a movie. I think I'm ready to say that. It's almost hard to describe a sound effect because it's hard to say, this is a good sound effect. This is a bad sound effect. But every single sound effect in this movie was just so perfect and fit the action going on on screen. It fit what was happening, but it was also so unique and so different than any other movie, any other franchise. And then the way the dialogue was mixed with the music, with all the sounds, the roars of engines, explosions, ships, shields, sandworms, everything, every sound just sounded so unique and so cool and so different than anything I've heard before. Again, it was just amazing. It was so cool. And then the sound of the Benny Gesserit voice. I was curious to see how they were going to do that on screen because it's easy to describe that in a book. But when you're actually putting it on screen, you have to be able to convey that. And I thought it was really well done the way they did it. And it really conveyed the ability's power. Um, and I thought it was really, really well done. And this was the best sound mix I've ever heard. It was beautiful to hear. It was insane. Like rarely do you come out of a movie and you go, wow, that had a great sound mix. Usually you come out of the movie and then when you think back to it, you think, oh, that was a good sound mix. It worked. But coming out of this movie, like even sitting in the theater, I was like, wow, this is amazing. Again, uh, another audio type thing. The score was absolutely amazing. I believe it was Hans Zimmer. It added to every single scene. There was the dread, the creepiness, the ominous score throughout the movie. Then the music playing during the Benny Gesserit scenes, the loud, sweeping, grand, epic scores. They added so much tension to the fight scenes. I think Hans Zimmer is just a master. This is one of my favorite movie scores I've heard in a long time. That main Dune theme with the drums in the background is so good. It adds to every single scene. It makes every single scene better, which is what a good score is supposed to do. And really just all those audio components came together to make this one of the best sounding movies I've ever heard in my life. I thought it was so amazing. All of this, plus the color grading, the editing, all the other technical aspects just really came together perfectly. Denis Villeneuve knows what he's doing. He has a vision. He knows how to execute it. And it was overwhelming in the best way because you're sitting in the theater watching these amazing visuals, trying to take all that and trying to take in the story. But also you've got the, this amazing music blasting mixed with the dialogue and the sound effects. And it's just, it's just amazing. I'm really in awe of this movie and what Denis Villeneuve has been able to do. This movie felt more real and was probably the most beautiful movie I've seen since Nomadland. And you know how much I love Nomadland. In my review for that movie, I said that I think that was a masterpiece and I still stand by that. Um, this movie is amazing. This is up there. Now going into other good stuff, going into more of the characters, the acting, the story, uh, starting with the characters and the acting. Timothy Chalamet as Paul was really great. I think he plays Paul perfectly and really nailed all the dramatic scenes um, from him having visions, his breakdown in the desert with Lady Jessica, when he has his hand in the box, his pain. And then Zendaya as Chani had a really small role, but I thought she was great. Um, I think she'll most likely have a much bigger role in the sequel. Uh, Rebecca Ferguson as Lady Jessica was probably the standout of this movie for me. I thought she nailed every aspect of Jessica from the book. Her love for her son, but also her frustration that he's growing apart from her and he's growing into his own person. I thought that was portrayed expertly. 
I thought she brought a much needed gravitas to the role and was really, really fantastic. And I thought she played everything perfectly. Jason Momoa as Duncan Idaho, I thought was fine. I saw a lot of people who really loved him and said he was the standout. I, I wasn't that impressed by him, to be honest. I thought he satisfied the needs of the character, but I wasn't particularly impressed by him. Oscar Isaac as Duke Leto was absolutely fantastic and perfect casting. Every single line delivery was spot on and believable. And he had some tough lines with Harkonnens and all these crazy words he had to say. And I honestly think Oscar Isaac is one of the best actors working today and has really, really talented. He sold every line and he was just perfect for the role. Um, Stellan Skarsgård as Baron Harkonnen was really great. Um, he did a full transformation for this movie. He's always been a really great actor. I hope to see more of him in the sequel. I thought he was great. Javier Bardem as Stilgar was good. He had a tiny role, but I hope he gets more to do in the sequel. I thought he was good with what he was given. Uh, Dave Bautista as Glossu Rabin and David Dasmalchian as Peter Dave Rise were both good, but they didn't have much to do. Their roles from the book to this movie were uh, reduced significantly, which was kind of a bummer, but there was so much going on in this movie that I'm honestly not surprised. They were going to have to cut down some of the people's roles somewhere. Uh, Josh Brolin as Gurney Halleck, I thought was great. He really nailed the intensity of Gurney Halleck, and I thought he was really good. Uh, Sharon Duncan Brewster as Liet Kynes was also really good. I liked the character a lot, and her whole death with the thumper and her about to ride the sandworm, that was fantastic. Uh, and then the last one is Stephen McKinley Henderson as Thufir Hawat was really great as well. I love the little detail of the Mentat's eyes rolling back in their heads as they compute something. He didn't get much to do, but, um, but I really liked him in this. So I thought it was solid performances all around. I don't think I would nominate this movie for any acting performances, but, uh, but I think they were all around really good. I thought the pacing was pretty amazing, honestly. With something like No Time to Die, near the end, I really felt the runtime and it was dragging. For this movie, I didn't feel the runtime at all. I thought it was the perfect mix of action and dialogue. I was locked in the entire time. Um, I understand people getting bored because it is a lot of talking. There's not as much action as maybe the trailers advertise, but, uh, but it totally worked for me. I thought it had just the right amount of action, but enough dialogue to really explain this world and to really establish all the exposition, to establish all the rules that you need. I thought the tone, the balance of the tone was fantastic. It was tense and it was thrilling at all the right moments. I thought it was really great. It was creepy at the right moments. Um, you really felt like when the, when the Atreides uh, were moving from Caladan to Dune, you felt the kind of ominous, the dread that something bad was coming. Something wasn't right. I thought they really nailed that. The action scenes, the choreography was really well done, well shot. I love the use of the shields. I thought they were really unique. I liked the way they looked. Um, all of that was great. I thought the writing was really great. The problem with this movie and the hard thing about this movie is Dune is a really tough book to adapt because so much of the book is you go into each character's head. It's not, you don't follow one perspective. You're constantly jumping around from character to character and you're hearing their inner monologue. You're hearing their inner thoughts. Plus Dune is so dense and so rich that in this movie, you had to somehow get all that on the screen, but then on the screen, you can't do inner monologue. You can't do inner thoughts on the same level, but then you also have to do all this world building, all this exposition, and you have to make it feel natural and not clunky. And I thought for the most part, the exposition was really well done. And uh, I thought it was, the writing was solid all around. I thought the story, I thought this was an amazing adaptation. It stayed loyal to the book and it kept all the most important parts, but really streamlined the story and made it easier to follow. 
they removed a lot of scenes from the book that weren't necessary. And uh, I honestly thought this movie was really easy to follow a lot more than the book even was. Uh, I think it also had the right amount of nods to the fans of the book. Something like Leto mentioning in a line that he should have married Jessica. That's kind of a big plot point in the book, but it was kind of not mentioned as much in the movie. And I just liked how they just mentioned it once so that the book fans are like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm glad they remembered that they mentioned that. Um, I thought the story itself, just the story of Dune is just really amazing. It's so unique. I love it. It's so compelling. I love the universe. I love the mix of politics, the intrigue, the action, um, the Messiah, the Bene Gesserit, everything. It's so, so cool and unique. Um, There were a few important things left out of this movie that I'm curious about that I hope come back in the sequel. There's one thing in specific that is a big reveal in the book that has happened already in the time that the movie ends. And it's something kind of major. So I'm sure they'll bring it back in part two. Um, But I love everything about the story. I love the politics, the different houses. I said the Betty Gesserit, the technology, the sandworms, the Fremen. And this movie had so much work cut out for it. And I thought they really did all the setup, all the world building, all the exposition, all the laying of the stakes, the laying the foundation. This movie had to lay the foundation so that the second movie can pick up from there and really run with it. Now that the foundation has been laid, the second movie, the third movie, whatever, can be even better because it has so much less work to do, so much less explaining to do, so much less exposition to do. And I think the fact that a movie that required so much exposition, so much explaining really nailed it and really still was a great movie with all of that. I thought it's just mind blowing how well they were able to do it. And, um, and this just gets me more excited for the second movie because now they can take this foundation that's been built and they can build upon it. And I feel like the second movie can really be a masterpiece because there's so much less to explain and uh, you can really, really go places with the story now. My only thing, my only thing about this story is I really wonder how it worked for people who aren't familiar with the source material. So if that's you, uh, please let me know. I'm curious to see if you understood everything going on. If there were things that you were kind of lost about, uh, please drop that in the comments or leave an email or something. Just let me know because I'm really, really curious about that. So that's everything I loved about Dune. I really, really love this movie. Uh, Now I only had one criticism and That is that because this movie was part one of two, it was lacking a lot in character work. We got a lot of great characters, a lot of characters I like, and they were established really well, but we didn't get much growth for them, much change for them. They didn't really get any arcs, and you don't come out of the movie as attached to them as maybe you hope to be. I know it feels like I compare everything to the MCU, but that's because that's something that most people have seen at least one MCU movie, so it's a perfect reference point. Um, And I think the MCU or like the Suicide Squad even does a great job of making you come out of the movie, loving all the characters and really emotionally invested in their stories. And this movie did not do that very much. But the good thing and my hope is that now that all the characters are established, we know who all these characters are in the sequel. Since there's so much less to do, less explaining to do, we can now start to build on that and we can start to give the characters growth give them change, develop them more so that when we come out of the sequel, we really care about these characters and love these characters to a level that we maybe don't after this first movie. Um, And that's just only going to help everyone become more invested in the story. So that's my criticism of Dune. Um, This is one of those movies where if it didn't work for you and you didn't love it as much, I completely understand, especially if you haven't read the book. Um, I've only seen the movie once and I really need to see it again. I feel like I've barely begun processing it. I'm planning to see it another time, 
one thing about this movie is that it's a movie that totally sticks with you. When I first got out of the theater, I was honestly a little bit conflicted. I had super high expectations and I expected to come out of the theater like, I love this. This was amazing. Favorite movie ever. But I didn't come out of the theater like that. I came out of the theater like, I don't know. I need to rewatch it. And um, and the good thing is that it's a movie that really stuck with me. And I just really couldn't stop thinking about it. And I still keep thinking about it. Um, and the more I think about it, the more I like it and the more I want to rewatch it. And I think that's a really good sign. So right now I'm dying to rewatch it. I can't wait until I get the chance. And I just know that this is going to be one of those movies that I'm going to love more and more every single time on rewatch. Um, but now at this point, I absolutely love it. I think it's an amazing movie. I think it's one of the best of the year. I think it deserves to be nominated at the Oscars for best cinematography, best original score, best sound mixing, best visual effects and best direction or best directing, because this movie really was mind blowing. It was amazing. I loved it. Um, because this movie really was mind blowing and it was so good and it did not disappoint in my opinion. Um, my one wish, not about this movie, but just about the prospects of this franchise in general is that I wish they did what they did with Lord of the Rings or what they're doing with John Wick four and five or what they did with infinity war and Endgame, And that's film the first two back to back. So we don't have to wait two or three years to get the second one, because now that this universe has been established, now that the foundation has been laid, I just can't wait to see where they go from to here. And I feel like the second movie just has so much potential to be even better than this first one. And I just can't wait for Dune 2. Um, so it's just annoying that we're going to have to wait so long. But uh, hopefully the wait will be worth it. I have a feeling it's Denis Villeneuve. I'm sure it'll be worth every minute. So I really can't wait. This movie, I don't usually rank movies or like give them scores out of 10. But this movie is a 10 out of 10 for me. The one thing holding it back from being a masterpiece is the lack of character work. But, uh, but I think it was really, really, really fantastic. So please let me know what you thought of this movie. Did you love it as much as I did? If you're someone who's not familiar with the book, did this movie work for you as much as it worked for me? Uh, please let me know. If you're on YouTube, you can leave a comment. You can also leave an email or a voicemail if you want to speak your thoughts or type out some longer thoughts. With emails and voicemails, I'll read them out on the next episode and address them. There's also a form in the description where you can really type anything. You can leave us a comment, a question, a topic you want me to talk about, uh, what you thought of this movie, your opinion, if you agree with me, disagree with me, any sort of feedback, you can leave that in the forum. And then all the links to do all those things are in the description. And uh, thank you so much for listening and have a good day.